language, sexual situations, and violence. It is intended only for mature audiences. Finally, show with the balls and call it like it is. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Countdown to audio torture. The Rated R Safety Show starts in three, two, one. Ah, let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Oh, so true, so true. I would love to sing for you. Okay, maybe that we're not getting that serious. Uh, so there you go. What is it? Let's take a look around right away. Today is Thursday, October the 6th of 2022, day 279th of the year. And only 86 days left to go. So how are you doing? How was the last 23 hours or so um, with the things going on inside of the world? Uh, Did you go to the gas pump? Because maybe that's a question to talk about uh, where we could probably have a lot of Iggy Iggies um, in in that particular regard. Anyways, we are broadcasting live from the Safety FM studios in Orlando, Florida, and coming across the multiverse known as Safety FM, and then we are hanging out with our friends and colleagues at that other place that we do stuff at. Radio USA, Canada, UK. Oh, yes, hanging out with uh, the people at Radio Big, you know, which eventually I will go over there exclusively here And, well, at the top of the hour, which we still have a lot of time before that's going to happen. But, you know, it's a good reference piece because, you know, it is only currently, uh, let's see, three minutes past. Yeah, three minutes past the top. So, you know that uh, we're still in the groove and move of things as we are talking. So, let's start talking immediately about the things that, you know, that we need to talk about because everybody always wants to know about the, uh, well, we'll just say the trends. Here is what was trending. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so with that being said, let's talk right away. In honor of World Teachers Day, Twitter users thanked educators for their selflessness and asked for more support to help children learn. 
Blake Bortles made a mini announcement on Wednesday. We'll talk about that if you want to in sports, which we don't talk about sports. So I guess we'll never talk about it. <laughs> Alec Baldwin was trending after news broke that Russ will resume production. Yeah, you, you did hear me. Russ will resume production of the movie. It'll be interesting to see what happens there. OPEC landed in Twitter's top 10 uh, trends on Wednesday after the organization shared a plan to cut oil production. We can talk a little bit more about that and if we decide to get a little swampy. And hashtag scary ways to greet people was trending yesterday. Tweets included with religion, uh, vigorously scratching your scalp uh, at the urinals and with your pet bat on your shoulders. I guess that that would be some things that would um, definitely make you go iggy iggy if you are so inclined to do so. Anyways, uh, so with that being said, let's talk a little bit about what we do around here because I think it might be important to have a better understanding of what we have going on and what we do and how we try to make a logical sense of the whole thing and a logical sense being a a key component here. We're going to talk about safety in the news. We're going to talk about news and safety uh, because that is what we do. That's kind of the the gig here, and we make it all rated R style. If you want to interact with the show, it's an easy process on doing so. All you have to do is go to callinradio.com. That's callinradio.com. That will get everything moving and grooving um, in that particular regards. So that will allow you to get into our chat box, our messaging box, our video box, our audio box. You just get into the box if you get it. So that's what happens there. And then if you want to see the visual component of this, which I don't understand why anybody wants to do that to themselves, you can do that by going to safetyfm.com forward slash visual radio or just click on visual radio and that will get you there now listen i know people go to the social media sections and type there i don't pay attention to those because there's too many of them and my little source material here only allows me to see one at a time so i'm not gonna go digging i'm sorry i know okay i'm really not sorry but i want to say that i'm sorry because i feel like i should apologize uh, for that, but it's just kind of the way that it goes. I don't go around and uh, take a gander at what's going on and everyone, because if not, that's all I'll be doing is taking a look around at that. So with that being said, I'm going to bring in some professional broadcasters that will know, they'll let you know. Should I say professional broadcasters? Because I think that that's wrong. Maybe professional newscasters uh, that will let you know exactly what's going on inside of the of the world. And then from that particular portion, we move on and say, hello, dear John. And from there, you can hang out and take a listen to what I have to say after the pros are done. So what do you think? Does that kind of give you the the heebie-jeebies, get everything moving and grooving? Uh, Because I hope so. I hope it does. So with that being said, let's get into some news stories because there's a lot of them today. And a lot of them seem to center around fuel prices. Okay, maybe they don't really seem to center around fuel prices. But it does seem like it will be something we will be talking about today. Here is the news on the Rated R Safety Show. NBC News Radio. I'm Michael Kastner. At least 34 people, including over 20 children, are dead after a shooting at a daycare center in Thailand. A dozen or more people were injured in the attack. Police in a northeastern province say the gunman was an ex-police officer who recently lost his job. Authorities say after the mass shooting, the gunman went home and killed his wife and child, then killed himself. 
President Biden says politics hasn't stopped him from working with Florida's Republican governor to address the recovery from Hurricane Ian. Speaking in Fort Myers on Wednesday, Biden said the two have been working hand in glove and he commended Ron DeSantis on a job well done handling the storm's aftermath. DeSantis returned the compliment. Biden says his administration is working day and night to help. We have one job and only one job, and that's to make sure the people of Florida get everything that they need to fully, thoroughly recover. The president said the preparation done before the storm hit the state was vital to saving lives. Gas prices are expected to rise again after a cut in oil production from OPEC and its partners. OPEC Plus held a meeting Wednesday of some of the world's most powerful oil producers and decided to reduce production by 2 million barrels per day. The White House says President Biden will consult with Congress to reduce OPEC's control over energy prices. Gas prices are up again today. AAA reports the average price for a gallon of regular unleaded is about $3.87. That's up more than three cents from yesterday and up nearly a dime since last month. Actor Alec Baldwin is reaching a settlement with the estate of the cinematographer killed on the set of the movie Rust. Miguel Amaguer reports. It's been nearly a year since cinematographer Helena Hutchins was shot and killed on the set of Rust. Now her family has reached an undisclosed settlement with Alec Baldwin, who was holding the gun and was one of the film's producers. Rust will begin filming again in January with the original principal players on board. Michael Kastner, NBC News Radio. Safety in a way never heard of before. The Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. From Feature Story News in London, I'm Laura Makin Isherwood. More than 30 people, including 28 children, have been killed in a mass shooting at a childcare centre in Thailand. Missiles have been fired at the city of Zaporizhia in southern Ukraine, as the nation's president, Vladimir Zelensky, says his forces have been taking back ground. And the World Health Organization issues an alert on four Indian cough syrups over potential links to the deaths of children in Gambia. Safety never sounded so terrible. Rated R Safety Show. The woman who claims Herschel Walker urged her to have an abortion is allegedly the mother of one of his children. The GOP Senate candidate has continuously denied any allegations that he encouraged a woman to get an abortion. Now that anonymous woman says she's actually the mother of one of Walker's publicly acknowledged kids. Vice President Harris says Americans don't need to abandon their faith in order to support abortion rights in the U.S. Mark Mayfield with more. Speaking at an abortion rights conference in Connecticut, Harris argued faith shouldn't keep people from agreeing that the government shouldn't have the right to decide what a woman does with her body. Her statement came after President Biden faced criticism for his stance on abortion over the weekend after tweeting his support to codify the right on the federal level, despite being a devout Catholic. I'm Mark Mayfield. The Northeastern University School of Law is in the headlines after it sent out over 200 acceptance letters for next year's class by mistake. Lakeisha Popusakis got one of those letters. It was like going on a roller coaster. That's exactly how it felt. Last night, I get this email and I'm like all excited. I'm like, oh my God, I got in. Also receiving acceptance letters by mistake recently were nearly 4,000 people who applied to the Boston Law School last year. Emails explaining the situation have been sent out to everyone who received the message by mistake. The school says it deeply regrets the unintended errors. A cat that wandered from its California home almost a decade ago has been found. 
Nika Magajes has more. Susan Moore was sure she would never see her brown tabby Harriet again when it disappeared from her ranch in Central California nine years ago. In September, Moore received a call from an Idaho animal shelter saying they had their cat. A worker told her she had scanned Harriet's microchip and found Moore's information. A good Samaritan found Harriet in Hayden and brought her to the shelter. One of the shelter volunteers, Maureen Wright, saw the tabby and wanted to adopt her. I'm Michael Kastner. Here is another bit for our competitors to copy. Rated R Safety Show. This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Do you have a claim and not sure where to turn? Coastal Claim Consultants are professionally licensed and bonded public insurance adjusters employed exclusively by you, the policyholder, to represent you after sustaining an insured loss. They assist policyholders in all aspects of processing the claim, working closely with the insured to provide the most equitable and timely settlement possible. They will provide you with comprehensive service, anything from inspecting the law site, analyzing damages, compiling claim support data, reviewing applicable coverages, assessing replacement costs of damages, and negotiating your settlement. The adjusters at Coastal Claim Consultants will evaluate your claim for no upfront cost whatsoever. Coastal Claim Consultants fee is based on contingency contracts and are paid when the insurance company sends you a check and it's in your possession. Coastal Claim Consultants are licensed to assist you in the following states. Florida, Texas, Oklahoma, Georgia, and South Carolina. South Carolina. For more information, go to coastal-cc.com. That's coastal-cc.com for more information. Lighting the way to recovery. Coastal Claim Consultants. Okay, men. This is your time. Maybe you didn't choose this, but you're here now. You're going to go out there and be an all-star caregiver. It's up to you. So what are you going to do? You're going to go grocery shopping, cook, clean, be there emotionally and physically. you got to dig deeper. Drive them to physical therapy, doctor's appointments. Don't you forget about the pharmacy. I know you won't because that's what caregivers do. Don't give up. Don't ever give up. This is your time. To show the world, your family, and yourself that you're tougher than tough. Now go out there and be the best caregiver this world has ever seen. Caregiving is tougher than tough. Find the care guides you need at aarp.org slash caregiving. A public service announcement brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Hi, I'm Danica Patrick and proud aunt. Watching my nieces grow, play, and learn is amazing. But not every child gets to be carefree. One in six kids in the U.S. are hungry. One in six. That little girl sitting alone at the playground, she can't play like the other kids. She doesn't have the energy because she's hungry. School lunch will be her only meal today. It breaks my heart that this is the reality in our country. But it's something that Feeding America is working to change. Each year, the Feeding America Network of Food Banks rescues billions of pounds of good food that would have gone to waste. This food is then provided to families and children in need. Being a kid should be about using your imagination, learning, and having fun. These children shouldn't have to miss out on simply being a kid because they're hungry. To find out how you can help end childhood hunger in your community, visit feedingamerica.org. 
Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. So do you feel like you're missing out on what everyone is starting to do now? That live streaming thing and you don't know where to start or what to do. I have the resource and the information to provide to you in regards on how you can stream onto 40 social media platforms all at one time. Yes, that's 40-40 social media platforms all at one time. All you'll need to do is go to safetyfm.com forward slash one. That's safetyfm.com forward slash one. That's O-N-E. So just in case, and you'll be able to start live streaming just like you're hearing people starting to do right now up to 40 social media platforms. We are now video streaming the Rated R Safety Show. I don't know why our host has a face for radio. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so there you go, there you go, there you go. 16 minutes past the top of the hour as you and I are hanging out on this lovely Thursday. Or some assholes say, I mean, I mean, some people say, uh, you know, Friday Junior. That's what I meant to say. You know, <laughs> no, just kidding. Okay, so let's get into it. Let's start talking. Let's start moving. Let's start grooving. Let's start doing all the fun things that we need to do because it is a fantastic Thursday as we are hanging out. Four astronauts blasted into orbit in SpaceX Dragon uh, capsule on Wednesday. The crew include two Americans, a Japanese astronaut, and the first Russian to ride the American spaceship since 2002. The crew is headed to the International Space Station, where they're expected to work for about five months. So there you go. Five months of space station stuff. Can you imagine that being locked up in the same thing for five months? Uh, I think that some people could even imagine doing that for about uh, two years. Duh. Okay, so that's a whole other thing. Uh, so let's continue talking. A Purdue student has been arrested in connection of stabbing death of his dorm roommate. The victim was a 20-year-old studying data science. The suspect, Jin Min Cha, is 22, originally from South Korea. Cha uh, reportedly called 911 in the early hours on Wednesdays and reported his roommate's death. No word yet. If Cha has confessed. So there you go. Um, I don't know. That one's kind of kind of a kind of a weird Iggy one in regard to talking about it, because you had to take a look around and go, wow, what the hell just happened? And and what to what um extreme do you have to go to that you think that it's okay to kill your roomie? I don't get it, but hey. We talk about it. A study in the science journal Cell Metabolism uh, shows that eating meals during 10-hour window that begins mid-morning has the best effects for weight loss and reducing bad cholesterol. In one study, a, a, in one study group, those who ate earlier and were less hungry later on and thus ate less. The second study group, which included only firemen, the only participant had improved blood sugar and blood pressure levels. Okay. Uh, is there a reason why we decided to go with firemen only? I'm just asking because I want to have a good understanding on uh, why this is the case. I mean, don't you want to know? I mean, I want to know. I think you would want to know. Okay, two American scientists and a, and a Dane are, take, are taking home this year the Nobel Prize in chemistry. The, their research centers are aligning on molecules to do things like explore cells, map DNA, and design drugs that make target disease such as cancer more um, precisely. This is according to AP reports. It's the second prize for the 81-year-old K. Barry Sharpless, uh, 
who has uh who won previously in 2001. So there you go. Two Nobel prizes. You know, I think it's kind of funny that we we talk about this. So the dude's 81 or the person's 81 years of age. Gets a Nobel prize for the second time. But we get to the point here in this country, and I don't know why, where we don't look at older people for the sake of wisdom and don't give them the honor and respect as some of the other countries do. I don't understand how that's the case, but that is the case from time to time, and I just don't get it. But those things do happen. Think about it in that section. Okay, nine-year-old Ryan Scarpelli got his uh, world record home with him after his last trip to the dentist when he became the youngest person to have a wisdom tooth extracted. He took the title by, uh, by 12 days, which was last set in 2002. While the procedure happened last summer, he's just getting the notoriety now for it. Is that really something you want to have the record for, for having a wisdom tooth? I mean, does it automatically make you wise? I mean, I don't know. It's just kind of a weird one when you really start thinking about it. But, hey, good congratulations to him um, in getting that. Anyways, with that being said, let's start talking real quick about what's going on with some financial stuff. So let's do that right now. Let's bring some John Smalley Small inside of here. Here's your Market Beat Minute for Thursday, October 6th, 2022. Equity markets slipped in early trading Wednesday, but regained the lost ground by the end of the day. The move was driven by a renewed fear of the FOMC offset by some better-than-expected economic data. The ADP Employment Report and the ISM Service Index both came back better than expected and point to solid activity within some parts of the economy. The bad news is that strong data will reinforce the Fed's need to raise interest rates. There still is a high probability for a 75-point interest rate hike in November, and there are still two key reads on inflation before then. The chart of the S&P 500 show price action is rebounding and may continue to rebound, but here are the risks to be aware of. Wednesday's index action is showing resistance at key levels. It could keep it from moving much higher. The resistance is consistent with the June and July bottom and below the 30-day moving average and the top of a downward channel. In this light, traders are better served waiting for the next sell signal than trying to chase the market higher. You can get the inside track at marketbeatminute.com. Okay, thanks, John Small, for that information right there. Always important, the stuff that you bring into the conversation, uh, and especially when you're talking about the world of financing. I mean, I just want to make sure that we know that. Anyways, the Dow lost about 42 points to close at 30,273 on Wednesday. The S&P dropped about 7 points to close at 3,783, and the NASDAQ lost about 27 points to close at 11,148. West Texas Intermediate ticked up. Up uh, to $87 on Wednesday. Brent crude closed at $93.62. The national average price of a gallon of gas was $3.83. Bitcoin lost more than $200 uh, in trading around $20,140. There were 2,501 flights delayed within, into, and out of the United States on Wednesday with about 138 such cancellations. So there you go. Now you know. So let's talk about some other stuff real quick because I think that this one is importante as we are talking. Uh, take a listen to this about the charts. Talk about your traffic jam. Video of a large herd of sheep blocking a road in Utah National Forest has gone viral. The footage shared uh, by the Manti Sal National Forest this week was posted as a warning to drivers to be aware of the large herd of livestock that passed through the 1.4 million acre mountain range 
Uh, let's see if we can get some noise in here in regards of doing this. Uh, take a listen if I can uh, ever figure out how to play sound. And this, I mean, this is, it looks like it's hundreds and hundreds of feet of this stuff. Of uh, just sheeps being down there and uh, taking a gander. I don't, it's kind of funny that it says this has gone viral. And I'm looking at it and it looks like it has 330 views. I don't know what viral means anymore, but I guess that's what it means in this world. Something to think about as we are talking for sure. Listen at your own risk. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so let's talk about this real quick, about some other things. President Biden will be in New York today to highlight the big investment being made by IBM. Scott Pringle reports. Kathy Hochul will join President Biden at IBM headquarters in Poughkeepsie. He'll highlight the fact that the company will make a $20 billion investment in the Hudson Valley region over the next decade. It'll involve semiconductors, computers, and artificial intelligence. IBM says this highlights the Chips and Science Act's unique opportunity to advance American innovation. The president's also making fundraiser appearances in New York City and in Red Bank in New Jersey. Scott Pringle, NBC News Radio, New York. Okay, thank you, Scott Pringle, for that information right there always important as we are talking some new york city council members are trying to get asylum seekers housed in hotels instead of tents councilwoman diana ayala along with immigration committee are proposing that the that um, the mayor use uh 10 10 vacant hotels in manhattan instead of tents been identified thus far are really just inhumane um and unacceptable Mayor Eric Adams has planned to put hundreds of migrants in tents at Randall Island. Council members say that there are 15,000 available hotel rooms across the city. Mayor Adams says that he'll look into the council's plan, and there's been a surge of migrants being bussed to the city uh, from the border states, including Texas. Mayor Eric Adams says that he won't dismiss the council's proposal. Thousands of people arriving to our city looking for assistance, and we've responded to that, and I look forward to talking to them and looking at the plan that they're presenting. So I'm still trying I'm still trying to figure that out. So you're trying to put people in tents? I think that's kind of a different approach, I guess, in regards of what we're looking at here. Anyway, take a listen to this. A federal peer court is largely upholding the district ruling that found deferred action for childhood arrivals program unlawful because of how it was created. Michael Kasna has more info. In June 2012, then-President Barack Obama issued an executive order memo setting up a program to protect immigrants brought to the U.S. illegally as children from deportation. Wednesday's Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals ruling sent the case back to the lower court to decide whether a new Biden administration rule fortifying DACA is legal. Yesterday's ruling won't affect the more than 610,000 immigrants known as Dreamers, but it will continue to block new applications for the program. I'm Michael Kastner. Okay, thank you, Michael Kastner, for that information right there. Take a listen to this. Wyoming Congresswoman Liz Cheney says that the Republican nominees for Arizona governor and secretary of state could put uh, uh, the republic at risk. 40 years now, um, I've been voting Republican. I don't know that I have ever voted for a Democrat. Um, But if I lived in Arizona now, I absolutely would. 
Cheney made the comment on Wednesdays during a McCain Institute for International Leadership appearance at Arizona State University. The three-term Republican congresswoman and fierce critic of former President Donald Trump warned about Carrie Lake and Mark Fitcherman. Uh, Lake is the GOP's governor nominee, as Mark is the party's nominee for secretary of state. Cheney said that next month's election for those two offices, not just important for Arizona, but important for the nation and the future function of the constitutional republic. Cheney said that the Republicans have advocated for unconstitutional positions and uh, that are a threat to our democracy. There have to be consequences and and we have to make sure that people understand that we're going to vote for those that we can trust and depend on to do the right thing and to uphold their oath. Okay, so some interesting times there as we are talking. Anyways, North Korea has fired off missiles into the sea as the U.S. aircraft carrier returns to the region. Michael Kastner has more info. Japanese government says two short-range ballistic missiles were launched from North Korea earlier today. Japanese Prime Minister Fumio Kishida told reporters that it was the sixth time in a short period and that it absolutely cannot be tolerated. The launches came just one hour after North Korea released a statement criticizing the U.S. for talking to the U.N. Security Council about its recent missile tests. It also condemned the U.S. for sending an aircraft carrier to the Korean Peninsula and called it a serious threat. I'm Michael Kastner. Okay, thank you. Michael for that information right there take a listen to this data shows that more people are calling for help during emergencies and Denver 911 is trying to keep up director of Denver 911 Andrew Dameron says that he is working to come up with a solution with the ongoing staffing shortage hold times uh, far more often today than uh, we are used to and that is entirely due to our staffing levels and and what we are working to um, fix According to the data from the Denver Department of Public Safety, calls for service from uh, citizens went up almost 7% in 2021. Year-over-year data for 2022 is not yet available. The, uh, let's see, the, uh, let's see, uh, Dameron says that he's no longer hold times, uh, hold on, Dameron says longer hold times can't be addressed with recruitment alone as retention is equally important. This fall, Denver's 911 up the training capabilities uh, from 15 recruits to 30 in hopes to address the staffing shortage. The class uh, the class of recruits, which began on September the 20th, was supposed to have 30 members, but the number fell to 17. Denver's 911 has also increased hiring bonuses for its spring academy for $1,200 to $1,300. Director of 911, the director of 911 staff numbers has a lot to do with retention. Working nights, it means working weekends, it means sacrificing time with their family, and it means helping people in very difficult situations, and that can take a toll. So here's my question. Who is your biggest competitor that uh, you're getting people lost inside of there? I mean, is it the free world? I mean, I don't know. It's kind of a weird thing of having such a hard time of uh, finding people, one would assume. But then again, there probably is some high times down there when you start thinking about what is going on in Denver. It's a show, and they just make fun of a whole bunch of people. It's just too funny. It's too stupid. (laughs) Rated R Safety Show. 
Okay, the Northeastern University School of Law is in the headlines after it sent over 200 acceptance letters for next year's class by mistake. Uh, take a listen to this one. Lakeisha, I'm going to mess up her last name, Papuskaski, uh, got one of those letters. Take a listen. Going on a roller coaster. That's exactly how it felt. Last night, I get this email, and I'm like, all excited. I'm like, oh my God, I got in. Also receiving acceptance letters by mistake were uh, 4,000 people who had applied for Boston Law School last year. Emails explaining the situation have been sent out to everyone who received the message by mistake. The school says it deeply regrets it, and it was unintended error. Lakeisha Papaski said that the law school has been a dream of hers. You make such a big mistake, and then you do nothing to try to rectify it. Hold on. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of confused. You do nothing to rectify it? Didn't you send out another letter to tell people that it was an error about it being sent? How was that not a rectification? I mean, what the hell are you supposed to do? I don't know. It's kind of an interesting one because I know that that, that would definitely suck um, in regards to that happening. Imagine that there's a school that you've always wanted to go to and kabam! You get the letter and then you come to find out that it's really not the case of what was supposed to be happening. I know, terrible thing, but I guess that will lead us into our next thing. So let's go ahead and talk about that. Um, We'll do that right now. Here is our main story on the Rated R Safety Show. Oh, should we talk about it? Should we talk about it? Because should we talk about it? Especially with such big headlines about talking about this, I think it is time for us to address... Some of the stuff that we talk about here, not sometime, not all the time, but most of the time, because we need to talk about it. And we talk about those lovely five principles of hop, you know, the hop principles that we talk about. And the one that we always address first, because it is kind of the order of the sequence of things go, is error is normal. And listen, I didn't say error is normal and it's not one of and it's not um terrible sometimes the error that occurs, but error is normal. And listen, we have an example, we have a sample size coming out of Boston right now with 4,000 people being contacted to be to, to be told that they're being accepted then to find out that they haven't. We also have an example out of the Northern Northeastern University School of Law and add 200 people on top of that for another sample size. And listen, I will tell you the way that you know and I know that garbage in, garbage out. If you put something incorrectly inside of a system and it shoots it back out at you, it's just because it was incorrect, which could lead to an error. So with that being said, now we have this perfect example of an error of what occurred. We have the perfect example of an error in how do we rectify the situation moving forward. We also have the perfect example of errors occurring inside of a workplace. And sometimes we think about the errors that occur at work, how they don't have a larger pack um, impact inside of the rest of the world. But now we go to see immediately here that that's not the case. We see immediately here that all of a sudden this error that occurred had an impact that was even bigger than what we expected. 
And why do I say that? Well, I say it because take a look at what's going on. There is 4,200 people that have been, that have received information that was, we'll say, quote, unquote, inaccurate based on something that occurred. Now, listen, I know that most of the times when an error occurs at your job or at my job based on something that we do, it doesn't have that large of an impact on people. Like, I might screw up and hit a button and, like, and turn off my microphone mid and it doesn't really impact a whole bunch of people. It is something that I did, which that was intentional, but it could occur as an error. At your job, depending on what you do, it could have something significantly different. But this is what we need to talk about. We need to talk about how these errors do occur and how we need to realize that error are normal. Like, I understand the rectification moment of people saying, hey, well, you need to rectify this. Well, the rectification ended up coming out of letting them know that this was an error. And just because they have a different style of acceptance on how they accept the people inside of there, you can't just all of a sudden turn it for a free-for-all. You can't turn around and just say, okay, yeah, now we're going to let everybody in because that just seems like the right thing to do. That's not how you do the stuff. You have to do it in the correct fashion. And I know that not everybody's going to love that, but also at the same time as well, you have to look at it and go, what would be the right thing to do? Because if you don't have some kind of shape or form to the things that that you're doing, what's going to happen? Like seriously. And I know not, not the positive go lucky story of the day, but it's something to think about. If you all of a sudden lower your standards because of an error, what happens when the next error occurs? Think about that because that's going to be the big one to think about today. And that is for sure. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the home of Real Safety Talk. You're listening to Safety FM. We'll be right back. Well, you might be like me and heard all these terms and were not 100% sure on what they meant. Things is mining, blockchain, the Internet of Things. Well, I will tell you, we here at Safety FM have partnered up with a company that will explain this to you and will also have conversations to inform you on how you might have the potential of making passive income by being involved with this. All you need to do is go to safetyfm.com forward slash iHub. They'll discuss blockchain. What exactly is mining? What is cryptocurrency? And what is the Internet of Things? To find out more information, go to safetyfm.com forward slash iHub. That's safetyfm.com forward slash iHub. And don't forget to mention that Jay Allen sent you. Now, our country feels divided, but there's a place where people are coming together. I got to tell you, I was nervous to talk to someone so different than me. Me too, but I'm glad we are. Love Has No Labels and One Small Step are helping people with different political views, beliefs, and life experiences come together through conversation. And it feels good. Wow, your story is so... uh, Interesting? Yeah. (laughs) 
When people actually sit down, talk, and listen to one another, they can break down boundaries and connect as human beings. At lovehasnolabels.com slash one small step, you can listen to amazing, life-changing conversations and find simple tools to start a conversation of your own. I know one thing. This conversation gives me hope. It gives me a lot of hope, too. Take a step toward bringing our country and your community together by having the courage to start a conversation at lovehasnolabels.com slash one small step. A message from StoryCorps, Love Has No Labels, and the Ad Council. People do some pretty cool things in their 40s and 50s. Why should saving for retirement be any different? I mean, they go back to college. Learn new instruments. Start skateboarding. Okay, maybe that one's not for everybody, but saving for retirement is. With aceyourretirement.org, you can get on track with your retirement savings no matter your age. Just have a three-minute chat with Avo, the friendly digital retirement coach from AARP. You'll get personalized recommendations based on your input that are easy to understand and work with your lifestyle. It's quick, easy, and free. Plus, it's sponsored by AARP, so you know they got your back. Gnarly move, Dad. Thanks, sweetie. So wherever you are in your retirement savings journey, head to aceyourretirement.org and start chatting with Avo today. That's aceyourretirement.org. A message from AARP and the Ad Council. Have you ever wanted to start live streaming and were not sure how to do it? You can start live streaming up to 40 social media platforms all at one time for as little as nada. It's going to cost you your time. That is what it's going to cost. You can pre-record. You can live stream. You can do a multitude of things. To find out more information, all you have to do is go to safetyfm.com forward slash one. That's safetyfm.com O-N-E. Is your safety training old, stale, and hacked? Is your safety trainer still preaching and warped version of behavior-based safety? How about safety training that actually addresses your hazards in your workplaces and is not standardized baloney from 25 years ago? Contact the Safety Wars team at safetywars.com or call Jim Polzel at 845-269-5772. Remember, if you're receiving this message, you are the solution to unsafe workplaces. More hits to help you work. Because to get rich, you got to work hard. Yeah, dude, look, I just made so much money that I could just sit around on my ass all day and play video games. <laughs> Wait, I forgot about Dogecoin. Dogecoin rules! Always replicated, but never duplicated. Rated R Safety Show. Currently 43 minutes past the top of the hour. You are still listening to the Rated R Safety Show. Yeah, 
Now, this song right here is called Remember This by 32 Stitches. You can find this song on Spotify and iTunes. We would like to thank 32 Stitches for allowing us to play this here on the Rated R Safety Show. So there you go, there you go. Let's get into it. Let's start talking. Let's start moving. Let's start doing the things that we need to do because it's going to be important for us to talk real quick about some things that are going on right out there. And let's talk about the most important thing that I will tell you at any point in my lifetime. And that's about my friends at 988 Suicide and Crisis Lifeline. They are available at 988-LIFELINE.ORG, or or you can call 988, or you can text the word TALK to 988. They can help you prevent suicide. The Lifeline provides 24-7 free and confidential support for people in distress, prevention, and crisis resources for you and your loved ones, and best practices for professionals in the United States. To find out more information, all you have to do is, like I said, go to their website, 988 lifeline.org that'll get everything moving and grooving for you just in that particular regards listen this is a subject that we need to talk about and we need to talk about it frequently and it's not just a conversation for us to have here on this show it's not a conversation to have on the radio station it's not just a conversation to have because we're trying to fill time it's a conversation to have all the time because it's so important People that you do not assume that are going through mental struggles are. People that you assume that are not going through some issues out there are. People don't talk about this because there is a stigma associated to it. I cannot be perceived in a fashion um, by others by talking about this. So that's why we need to talk about it. We need to talk about it all the time. We don't want anybody to do something that... They will regret, will not really regret, just they don't know what to do. And just imagine if you could be that one person to give the source information to someone to make a change in their life. So, like I said, 988 Suicide and Crisis Lifeline. Let's talk a little bit some more about some things that are going on out there inside of the world of the news. So let's talk about this because I always, when I when I find some of this stuff, I always go that it's kind of interesting on how some of this works, on how some of it changes the way that things happen in the world. So listen to this. For every 2,000 steps that you take each day, you risk for premature death falls by 8 to 11%, according to research published by the Journal of JAMA International Medicine. Researchers found that walking more accumulating up to 10,000 steps a day is linked to the reduction of the occurrence of cardiovascular disease, but including heart disease, stroke, and heart failure, 13 types of cancer, and dementia. But better health isn't always about step count. The researchers also found that walking at faster pace helps um, ward those uh, same health concerns beyond the benefit occurred for the number of daily steps. Well, I hope my dog sleep is sleeping now because we're really going to have to be um, upping up his walking game. So there you go. And apparently not everyone is good at multitasking. A team from the University of Rochester Medical Center has found that um, walking can boost cognitive 
performance, but only for some people. Some young and healthy people performed better on a series of cognitive tasks while walking, while others did not. And oddly, there was not uh, effective uh, predictors on who uh, would fail into this category, who would fall into this category. The study authors say that they had expected that the test with sub- subjects would uh, respond similarly, but the study shows that it's simple uh, that it's simply easier for some people to uh, dual task than others. This is why I spend a lot of evenings on the couch, and I'm much more likely to have um, a good idea opposed to trying to do multiple things at once. I guess that's kind of the way that I look at it. So there you go. Anyways, let's talk real quick about some other things because it's always important to do that because we always have stuff to talk about. Take a listen to this real quick. At least 35 people, including more than 20 children, are dead after an attack at a daycare in Thailand. Take a listen to this. The gunman, a 34-year-old former police officer, went into that preschool, that nursery, and opened fire on children and teachers and also uh, stabbed some of them. Police say that the northeastern Providence says that the gunman was an ex-police officer who was fired last year during during a, a case study that they found out that he was using drugs. He was in court of that morning of the charge for the of the killings. Authorities say that dozens, uh, dozens or more people were injured in addition to the 35 that were killed. Kelly Kaliba details what the killer did after the daycare attack. He fled in his own car. They say he was shooting from his car as he fled, also running into people with his car and finally arrived home where he killed his wife and his child before turning the gun on himself. Like, what the, what the fuck? I mean, I don't even know what to say on that one. That is just, just crazy. I, it, it doesn't make any sense. But then again, we're supposed to be sympathizers when it comes to stuff about the news. And I'm not supposed to show any kind of emotion, I guess, when it comes to that. But it kind of is a weird one to talk about when you really start putting, um, everything together there uh that is for sure anyways let's talk real quick about some other things colorado springs residents are giving their input on the greater west side community plan tim hoyles who has lived in the city of west side for more than 30 years says the transportation and infrastructure are some of the main issues that he wanted addressed Pose for colorado avenue is spending way too much money on it to make it more pedestrian and bicycle friendly they have parking problems already over there uh, Tim also said that the owner and publisher of the Maverick Observer, he says that the traffic has gotten worse over the time in his uh, part of town. Wednesday night was the first meeting where neighbors can uh, weigh in on specific plans. The Greater West Side Community Plan is in place to keep up with the growth of the improvement of the of the nine neighborhoods west of I-25. Those neighborhoods include Mesa Springs, Mesa Old Colorado City, Westside, Midland, Gold Hill Mesa Skyway, um, and, uh, well, there's a few more to, to round it off. Westside of resident Eric Rainey says he improved transportation and public safety is most important than the greater Westside community plan. The big one I hear from everyone I talk to is the roads in the area and how they could be better and... It seems like it's been an issue for years now. So there you go. Sounds like they're going to have some interesting times in regards of what is going on over there. Anyways, let's see if we can change up some of the beat here. And let's bring in some John Smalls with the Motivation Minute. 
Motivation Minute is courtesy of InsuranceChicken.com. Today's quote was submitted by David. Gary Vandertuck says, Please think about your legacy because you're writing it every day. I agree. I also got to say, Gary V can come across pretty rough in some of his quotes. I really like this one. It's a reminder that you're always making an impression with someone, whether it's your next business deal, a server at a restaurant, even a person sitting near you in a lobby. You never know when you're going to meet somebody who could change your life. So be kind to everyone, not just because of this, but because being a kind person has rewards of its own. If you're good to people, usually they're pretty good back to you as well. This is today's Motivation Minute. It's courtesy of InsuranceChicken.com. They're known for insurance quotes. I'm John Small. Thanks for listening. Your favorite motivational quotes can be submitted for upcoming programs at MotivationMinute.org. Your Wellness Minute is brought to you by AlessaMorgan.com. Let's take a minute to talk about some of the natural loss of muscle function that happens with aging. It's not just atrophy, it's the nervous system too. Muscle denervation. The loss of nerve supply to muscles rapidly accelerates the loss of muscle mass and muscle function, increasing with age. But there's good news too. Weight training can help slow and reverse this process. Furthermore, if one has already reached the old age, the effects from a new weightlifting program can be very rapid. Here's how it works. When you are physically active, the brain sends a signal to the cells in the spinal cord called motor neurons which pass the message onto the muscles and tell your body to move in a certain way. Weight training helps strengthen communication by re-innervating muscle fibers. For more information, check out alessamorgan.com. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Radio R Safety Show. Okay, so there you go. 54 minutes past the top of the hour as you and I are hanging out doing the things that we get to do. So always a fun time as we are hanging. Anyways, with uh, that being said, let's take a look around at some other things. Here's some news for you. No winner for Tuesday night's Mega Million drawing. Friday night's drawing will be for $410 million jackpot or a $213.8 million cash payout. So there you go. There you go. Some stuff going on inside of there. So take a look around if you want to play the game if you're trying to look at some things that happened back on this date let's take a look around and see what there was uh let's say back in 1996 bob dole and president bill clinton meet in their first debate the debate took place at hartford connecticut and was moderated by jim letter of pbs most voters considered clinton the winner of the debate he would go on to win re-election in november Let's talk about some birthdays that are going on today. We can do that. Trevor Lawrence turns 23. Matt Cornette, 24. Uh, let's see. Scarlett Brine turns 32. Brett Jeldon turns 46. Army Joe Johnson turns 52. Jordan Matter, 56. And Elizabeth Shue. Yeah, that Elizabeth Shue. She's turning 59 today, just in case. If you're looking at some days of the year to celebrate, well, I have some of the reasons why you should be celebrating today. It's National Transfer Money to Your Daughter Day. Don't tell that to my daughters. Uh, National Physician Assistance Day. National Noodle Day. National Mad Hatter Day. National Batter National Bad, Batter, National Badger Day, uh, World Celebr- Celebral Palsy Day, Bring Your Bible to School Day, 
an inbox zero day. Yeah, come and help me out with my inbox. I think I'm at 17,000 and change. If we can um, help that out, that would be fantastic. Uh, that is for sure. Uh, what else? What else? What else? Because there's always stuff going on. Let's talk about did you know real quick. Eating dinner late at night raises your risk of becoming obese, according to a new study. Researchers from Birmingham and Women's Hospital say that late night eating reduces late night eating reduces the burning of calories, increases hunger, and causes changes to the fat tissue, all of which can contribute to weight gain. Uh, they found that meals just before bedtime have profound effects on the appetite regulatory hormones, leptin. These findings provide new insight to how late eating can also lead to chronic diseases. So here's the question. Is it late eating if I go to bed? Or what if I am a nighttime worker? Because that's going to be um, another question to ask. Because you can't just throw that out there and just throw that arbitrarily out there because that's going to be a weird one. Anyways, let's talk about some whack facts. um, Elephants think people are cute the same way people think puppies or kittens are cute. Cold showers have more health benefits than hot showers or warm showers. These include improved circulation, uh, stimulation of weight loss, and and easing depression. In the 18th century, high heels were fashionable even for children. All Major League Baseball umpires must wear black underwear while on the job. The temperature of milk inside of a cow is 101 degrees. The inventor of chocolate chip cookie sold the idea to Nestle in return for a lifetime supply of chocolate. What a deal there, huh? So there you go. Anyways, if you need a random joke for today, try this one. I tried to start a professional hide-and-seek team, but it didn't work out. Turns out good players are hard to find. If you need a phone starter for today, try this one. What interesting thing did you learn about your partner after you said, I do? (laughs) Don't ask me that. Don't ask me that question. Uh, If you need something for the water cooler, try this. Question. 35% of all men admit that that they would never do this without first checking with their wife. What is it? Use a credit card. What? I don't believe that. I, I don't believe that that's true. You shouldn't use a credit card anyways. You should have a charge card or a debit card. Charge card because you have to pay it immediately. Debit card because you already have the money readily available. Anyways, thank you for taking a listen to what the hell we have going on here on the Rated R Safety Show. Here in the next few minutes, I will be going over to RadioBig.fm if you want to come and hang out on this live session of Radio Big. Uh, so we'll go out there, hang out, and do all that kind of fun stuff so you can come hang out. Always thank you for always being the best part of Safety FM and Radio Big because we could not do what we do around here without you. That is for sure. Anyways, if I can leave you with a deep thought for today, I would love to leave you with this one. Tomorrow's good old days are right now. Think about it. When you think later on about the past and the good old days, you're living through them right now. Make them what you want. Anyways, I know who you are. Duh. You know who I am. Love you, mean it, and goodbye. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. 
Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen. Tired of breath.